You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. All right, time to uh, welcome in uh, show choir dad. Andy Kendi joins us now. Also, uh, on his spare time, he goes over to KATV and stands in front of the camera. Good morning. That's about as accurate a description as I could imagine. <laughs> Thank you very much. Hey, uh, Gary, I gotta, I gotta clarify something before we go up further because it's been bugging me for two weeks. Okay. That I was unprepared for your college World Series question on. Uh, oh, on TV. The new television yeah. contract. Yeah, 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 yeah. So after looking into it, it the CWS will still be on ESPN slash ESPN two at least for this year. I think perhaps down the road. ABC could get involved, but that contract also, obviously, ABC and ESPN uh, kind of share stuff. But that that contract kind of leaned more towards, um, you know, the the women's basketball final, college volleyball, the FCS championship. Those games gotcha. are going to be on ABC. And when you think about it, I mean, it's tough to put the CWS on ABC when it's a three-game series. You know, one of those deals. Yeah. And with baseball, with the never, you know, no – the, the problem with baseball, as you know, is that there's no end time, mm-hmm. so those games could go forever. So, so there, and there, there you go. I've been bugging me for two. Okay, weeks. well, I, I appreciate that. Chest. I appreciate yeah, that. There you have it. Because you know, people... I did look into it. Um, I did look into that. All right. So the competition of excellence, which is the huge uh, event that the uh, West Side Show Choir puts on, how did it go on Saturday oh, at West Side? I'll tell you what. Some fantastic performances. You know, I, I will be honest. You know. I, I kind of gave you the side, I gave them, gave the show choir the side eye about seven years ago, right? And then <laughs> I've had all three of my girls participate. I see how hard these kids work. I mean, and it's really akin to a sporting event. I mean, they, they practice daily. They have to perform on a field of play, which is the stage. Um, you know, the, the big, you know, the, the big difference is there's the scoreboard is a, a panel of judges, which can be subjective at times, but I will tell you, I won't, I won't go into breaking down each, each performance, but Johnston, Iowa, the grand champion, okay. and the Dragons were terrific. They were, they were, they were fantastic. They beat out the Papio South and, uh, and a group from uh, Mitchell, South Dakota. And uh, if anybody's been up there, mm-hmm. uh, they did their whole show surrounding like the, the Corn yes. Palace theme. And I thought uh. it was fantastic. I thought it was great, very entertaining. So I, I liked it. Got to lean into your identity there, Andy. That's perfect. That's, that's exactly right, Nick. I was t- I was telling my wife, and she's like, ah, and I was like, no, honey, it's the core pal. Yeah. Come on. She was like, it was like an ad for South Dakota. I go, yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. That's what they were going for. It's Mitchell, anyway, South Dakota tourism. I'm sure. I'm sure this is more show choir talk uh, that you're listening. Well, one to one more that. question. This is from a listener who <laughs> has a uh, a son that is in um, with Millard West in their show choir. Wants to know: Is your daughter? Your daughter is Sammy. Is she in the yep. Warrior Express or simply irresistible? No, those are the. Uh, uh, she's in ATSC. She's the, okay. So Westside has three show choirs, and simply, uh, simply irresistible is the all uh, female treble, uh, and then uh, Warrior Express is kind of like the entry level because they don't. They're, um, if I'm not mistaken, ATSC you can't be a freshman and make ATSC. So okay. Warrior Express is mixed. 
the boys and girls, and then Simply Irresistible is all female, and ATSC is the the uh, the big show choir for Westside. See, Andy, I've been I, I, this makes sense to me because our neighbor, who is also like their their friends of ours, their daughter is a senior at Miller North, and we we've gone to two uh, events, and I know they have like three different ones. One's Illumination, but yes, oh yeah, oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, very much so. In fact, in fact, my youngest, who's an eighth grader. Uh, is going to be a freshman at Millard North. Now, I this is I I'm trying to check all the boxes here. So my senior went to Wallaburg. <laughs> my graduate from Wallaburg. Sammy's a, a senior at Westside, and my youngest Emery will be a Millard North. Uh, okay, kind of a long story. And for people who were wondering what ATSC stands for, it's the Amazing Technicolor Show Choir. So that's that they just shortened right. it to ATSC. Yeah. How about that? And I will tell you too, the Westside Show guys, the COE, it always um, coincides with the west side swim invitational yes. so uh, uh for a high school that already has its uh challenges in the parking situation let's just say saturday um was extra challenging for a parking spot there so yeah. <laughs> i was uh i was the mc uh saturday night um oh. and and i said they asked if i would do it and i said the, I, on one on, on on one condition that i that i get the parking right by the uh, door and that was uh-huh. that Boom. Hey, it's uh, two nice. people, you and I talking, that have had uh, either they've been West Side recently, graduates, or in West Side. The parking is a mess. It is good. It is good at West Side to be a senior, and yeah. and and yeah. also know the tricks to getting in the jock lot at West Side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jock lot is a, is a phrase I don't think I actually knew existed <laughs> years ago, and now it's like, of course, jock lot. You got to get yeah. jock, jock lot. And if you get lucky, that's the golden ticket right there. Yeah, and the jock lot, and that all hey. is going to change now with this renovation. Oh, uh, I know. I know. I uh, hey, Terry Hanna has let me know. Um, so yeah. one quick thing to wrap this up. So you were talking about the swim meet. So one of yeah. uh, a good friend of mine and a great listener, DC, said he was at the swim meet at the same exact time. He said it's a tradition. Did um, some people show up in speedos at the show choir event? Yeah, they did. No, they didn't show up in the show choir, but they ran the halls and the show choir parents uh, and, 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 and viewers watched them. So the West Side really? Boys Swim Team runs around the hallways in Speedos, and it's a tradition. I don't know what it stems from or what it is, but sure enough, they, they, they were running the halls <laughs> of the West Side after the meet was over, and all of a sudden you hear these hooting, hooting and hollering, and there's probably two dozen boys swimmers, if not more, running in their Speedos. They put... <laughs> They put T-shirts on their faces, like to try to hide their identity. Like that's gonna help. But, but maybe it just gives them confidence to run yeah. around in their speedos. But probably helps. Sure enough, yes, that tradition lives and is uh, continues to this day. Yeah. Uh, Andy, hey, we were talking about this. I wanted to get your thoughts on you know, some great events at CHI Health Center. We've seen between what the Omaha Supernovas are doing now, as as far as uh, professional volleyball, and also now with the announcement of Union Omaha, too. Just kind of the local sports scene as it pertains to some professional sports that we have here right now. Just the success that you saw on opening night and the announcement from Union Omaha. What was your your big takeaways here and, and what was kind of an exciting week? Well, the Supernovas thing I'll take first because I was there. Um, I, I It was the first time since I've uh, been here that Lot A, which is a lot behind the, 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 the arena yeah. mm-hmm. that was full, and, of course, it was full, like, four cars ahead of me when they declared it full. So they <laughs> had to redirect all the traffic, including myself. But not that I'm complaining. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm complaining. Mm-hmm. I don't pay for parking. So, uh, yeah, they um, once we got in there, it was, it was 
pretty amazing to see 11,000 strong um, rooting for a professional volleyball team in the city of Omaha. Obviously, it was the biggest attendance for opening weekend for the Pro Volleyball Federation, but I just thought it was cool. You know, I was I, a couple things. One, I was a, a surprise, uh, not surprised, but I was pleased with the level of play. I was kind of, uh, I, I, I was curious to see what kind of volleyball we'd see. And, and let me tell you, fellas, these, these ladies can play. I mean, these women can play. I mean, these are former national team members and, and, and former Olympians and all Americans and what have you. And, and the level of volleyball was incredible. It was outstanding, especially defensively. I mean, some of the returns that they were able to, to get back up in the air on both sides was pretty amazing. Um, you know, it, 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 obviously with anything, there was a, a few hiccups, but I thought all in all, I mean, what a great event. Um, and I'll be curious to see what they do. I think they play next to this Saturday. So we'll see how, how uh, the second match goes. But the, in terms of the soccer, I mean, this has been talked about for years. I mean, this has been talked about even probably – I think it's been talked about even before the inception of the team. Like, you know, I think that was the end goal is to make this a permanent freestanding soccer facility. And it seems like they've got the right fit, the right plans. I'm thrilled because, you know, they organizationally, that's a, uh, that, that group is going to pull it off. In my opinion, this is a, uh, a no brainer. And, and as long as they you know the financing and all, and all that stuff works, it's going to be a per- terrific facility for the, uh, the city of Omaha and beyond. It's not just Omaha. It's the whole state, even in uh, and, and western Iowa. All these soccer fans are going to come to, to watch uh, Union Omaha, and not just on Union Omaha. It's big enough to ho- host other uh, uh, big events. So I'll be interested to see how um, all this stuff moves forward. It's an exciting time because, you know, Think about this. Twenty years ago, you say you you, you know you're going to build two two baseball stadiums yeah. <laughs> in the city. You're going to have a professional yeah. volleyball team, and you're going to have a professional soccer team with a freestanding soccer facility. I think people would probably want to take your pulse. Yeah, this is. Uh, I mean, I, I know how how uh, they have uh, tried to find a spot from. Let's see. There was Millwork at a time. There was mm-hmm. possibly a partnership with Omaha. Uh, at uh, Chili Greens, but then Omaha mm-hmm. redid Caniglia Field with new turf, so that was out. Um, then there was, they wanted them to be at the Mutual of Omaha site when that is torn down. They're going to build a soccer stadium right here at like 35th and Dodge. So it's a, it's a great plan. I know it's just starting, so I'll be curious to see how it goes. But man, it, the it there's the possibilities are enormous. Um, yeah, and don't you think too, the mixed use thing is such a key component. Yeah. And I know that, uh, you know, and you guys know, you, you've got, you, you knew when, when they start, first started talking about Warner park, that was the grand plan, you know, and now it hasn't happened. It's slowly, but surely you can see some development around the park, but I think that's ultimately the goal. Yeah. It's not just the soccer stadium. It is all the things that come around the restaurants, yep. apartments, the stores and all that stuff. Uh, kind of a mixed use area district, if you will. And I think that's really the key. You guys, have seen professional stadiums around, whether it be big league stadiums or minor league stadiums. And when they have the districts, you give people a reason to go down there. Atlanta is a perfect example. I was blown away oh, when tour, I went to Braves yeah, game. Truist Park. I mean, unbelievable. Yeah, the Truist yeah. Park is just unreal. To, uh, what a great facility and what a great area to go watch a game. Hey, quickly here, uh, and I, I'm going to pick your brain on Wisconsin basketball because you you were in Wisconsin when it, the Bo Ryan, uh, the Bennett to Ryan, and it started to take off. They've been in the Final Four. Um, you know, they've been in the. They've had great seeds. Why? And I always thought this. Why? Why can't Nebraska do what Wisconsin does in basketball? It's a great question. 
It's a great question. I, you know, with Dick Bennett, what, what he was able to bring, you know, it was a great mix of a great plan and great kids to pull it off, you know, and, and it, it's just got to it all come together. And then Bo Ryan brought his own flavor to his, his program and took it to the next level. Um, you know, you just, you just have to have a, a, a foundation and then build on that foundation. And honestly, you got to have lightning in a bottle for a year, you know, for Wisconsin, it was that 2000 year when they made it to the final four and shocked the yeah. Purdue and LSU in the uh, regional out in New Mexico and then went to the final four in Indianapolis. That was in the old RCA zone that Michigan state, the Flintstones won it that year. Um, and then, you know, once you get that and you get that foundation, it's just kind of an expectation and, and Nebraska, you know, they're moving in the right direction. In my opinion, they, they're starting to build and realizing that you have to win with re, with tough defense. And, you know, you know, offense is one thing, but defense is the what ultimately is going to win you basketball games, in my opinion, especially mm-hmm. at the college level. And um, I think Nebraska is starting to get it. Now, is it perfect every night? No. Did they get beat up on the boards last weekend in Maryland? Of course they did. And they do. And I do think that that is probably the missing piece with this team is uh, they need another big body that can control uh, underneath and not get pushed around as much as they have been. But, you know, looking at the bra- you know, bracketologies and all this stuff, you know, first you got to get in, and first you got to get you got to win a game or two. You know, I think that's the next step. It doesn't happen overnight. And um, uh, for Nebraska, you know, sitting at fifteen and six, you got ten left. You're going to have to win five or six of those. You know, and win a couple on the road. That's the thing. And 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 prove to the committee that you belong. Because right now, I think the net is is sixty. And you know, Lenardi had him on the plane in Dayton, which would be great. You know, that still counts as an NCAA tournament win mm-hmm. if you get it, but. You know, let's yep. see what happens. Uh, you know, it's, it's a very slow process. But to get back to your thing, Wisconsin built it over a period of years. It didn't happen overnight. And they all of a sudden show up as a number two seed and then a number one seed in 2015. And Frank Kaminsky walks in the door and yeah. you're like, oh, thank you. Yeah. But but people forget yeah. Michael Finley, Tracy Webster. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Tracy Webster, Michael Finley. Uh, uh, Richard Griffin. That Richard Griffith. And Stu Jackson was the coach, and then Stan Van Gundy was the coach, and, wow. and that wow. was those teams that helped build that foundation moving forward. And then Dick Bennett took over, and both you know Dick Bennett and uh, and Bo Ryan came from from smaller schools um, in the university system at Wisconsin, and and it really turned out to yeah. be both of those guys sprinkling magic dust in, uh, on that program. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate it. I appreciate the show choir talk. Thank you. Yeah, anytime. I'm back. I'm your two-part <laughs> So you got to watch Pitch Perfect. That's, that's your prereq. Hey, have a great week, my friend. <laughs> See you, Phil. That's uh, Andy Kennedy from uh, KTV. All right. Uh, we'll we'll uh, talk more about Wisconsin and Nebraska. I think it's a, a fair question. Um, Nebraska might have been Wisconsin back in the 90s, and then Nebraska or Wisconsin at the end of the 90s took off because those core guys. Mm-hmm. Nebraska had those core guys. There's never one NCAA tournament win can change the world. Uh, we'll do that tomorrow. And uh, who else? I mean, we'll be a day closer to the uh, Super Bowl. More conspiracy theories yeah. out there. Yeah, I'm looking forward to what Tuesday might bring. Uh, uh, coming up, uh, Connor Happer Show next. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. 
and all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.